Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRN Radio. Your hometown news, broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, January 17th, and we start with local news. Four people were rescued from a vehicle involved in a crash on Sunday night, the Murray County Fire Department said. Several units responded to the crash on Hampshire Pike near Cecil Farm Road just before 8 p.m. Units found an SUV resting on its roof against a tree with four people trapped inside. Firefighters removed the windshield and were able to rescue two children inside the car. One adult in the car was able to walk up the ladder that was used. Firefighters carried the other adult up the hill via a Stokes basket and low-angle rope system. The fire department said all four were taken to the hospital with apparent minor injuries. Fire crews battled a house fire in Murray County Monday as snow blanketed the fire. At about 3.32 p.m., Murray County firefighters were sent to a structure fire with a possible entrapment on Henry Booker Road in the Hampshire community. Everyone in the home made it out safely and no injuries were reported. Firefighters found smoke showing and were able to contain the fire in a single room. The Martin Luther King Day snowstorm dropped about six to eight inches of snow in Middle Tennessee. Freezing temperatures have allowed the snow to remain, making roads, especially in the country and in subdivisions, fairly hazardous. Due to these conditions and to keep all students safe, there is no school through Thursday for all Murray County schools. This includes all Boys and Girls Clubs locations. All school buildings and the central office will remain closed through Wednesday. Therefore, there will be no extracurricular or athletic activities on Wednesday, January 17th. They will reassess in-season athletics for Thursday afternoon. For surrounding counties, Giles County will be closed through Thursday. Hickman and Lawrence County will be closed through Wednesday. Lewis County will be closed the rest of the week. Marshall County is closed through Thursday and Williamson County is closed through Wednesday. All Murray County offices will also be continue to be closed today. Columbia City offices will open on a modified discretionary basis from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The Columbia City Police Department says if drivers have to get out in the wintry mix, please use caution, and if not, please stay home and off the roadways, a Columbia Police Department social media post said. Temperatures across the area remain in dangerous lows, according to the Nashville Weather Service's statement, and are not expected to climb much above freezing until Thursday. Tennessee Emergency Management Agency compiled a list of warming centers across the state for those who need shelter, which can be found at www.tn.gov forward slash TEMA forward slash warming dash centers. The Tennessee Valley Authority is asking customers to limit electricity use as it projects record power demand early today, January 17th. Reducing the stress on the power grid will be especially useful between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. today. The federal utility expects a demand to top 35,000 megawatts as wind chills dip below zero degrees across parts of the agency's service area. The advisory comes after an after-action report on Winter Storm Elliott, which forced TVA to intermittently shut off power for the first time in its history on December 23rd and 24th of 2022, said the agency needed to improve its communication and transparency to customers. 
now, as the new winter weather system brings similarly cold overnight temperatures experienced during that storm, TVA is bracing for the first true test of its winter readiness work. Since the blackouts that cost TVA $170 million, the agency has invested over $120 million in bolstering grid reliability and heating technology to prevent its systems from freezing. It has also added almost 1,500 megawatts of new natural gas generation, enough to power nearly 900,000 homes. The agency said it would spend an additional $120 million above regular spending levels this year on the reliability of its plants. TVA's previous record for winter power demand was 33,427 megawatts on December 23rd of 2022, the day it ordered its first ever rolling blackouts. Its all-time power demand record was 33,482 megawatts on August 16th of 2007. TVA's power system is capable of producing close to 33,000 megawatts, and the agency has purchased power agreements with other companies for thousands of megawatts. We can strengthen and we can make our plants more resilient, and we've done that work. But the ultimate test will be in the face of another challenge like Winter Storm Elliott. Larry Sparks, general manager of Generation Outages and Project Service, said, That challenge appeared to be headed for the TVA system on the morning of January 17th when temperatures are are expected to dip below zero, as they are, in some areas of the system. Winter power demand typically peaks around 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. and again around 7 p.m. in the southeast when people use the most electricity. This morning, temperatures are just below zero. It's about six below zero as we speak. TVA's power peak power demand on January 15th when the winter storm began and the temperature was around 21 degrees across the system system was 29,453 megawatts at 7 p.m. When temperatures are low, it takes more power to keep homes warm and solar generation is unavailable on cloudy or foggy winter mornings. To lessen its load and help avoid a blackout scenario, TVA has a few simple ways residents can bring down peak power demand Adjust thermostats to between 65 and 68 degrees or the lowest temperature that keeps you warm and safe. This will also help keep your power bill lower. Limit use of non-essential appliances and lights and unplug unused electronics. Unblock air vents. Postpone use of hot water. Wait to run the dishwasher or washer and dryer until warmer times of day. Consider adding extra insulation to windows and doors to keep out the cold. Open blinds and curtains during the day on the sunny side of the house and close them at night. Keep warm air circulating with ceiling fans and wear more layers and blankets inside to keep warm. The winter weather event has significantly impacted local blood donations to organizations like the American Red Cross and Blood Assurance. Blood donations are already affected during the winter months and more so when severe weather rolls in, closing donation centers and canceling blood drives. December and January are always detrimental for community blood centers due to holiday travel, frigid weather and illnesses such as the flu, said J.B. Gaskin, CEO of Blood Assurance. Since the start of January, approximately 200 Red Cross blood drives across 27 states have been canceled due to winter weather, causing more than 6,000 life-saving blood and platelet donations to go uncollected, the American Red Cross reports. The storm is occurring at a critical time, as the community blood center only has a one-day supply of most blood types on the shelves. Blood Assurance needs around 400 donors a day to adequately supply local hospitals, Blood Assurance says. 
when it is safe to do so. These organizations are asking people to sign up and donate to help replenish the supply. You can find information on American Red Cross blood donation opportunities at www.redcrossblood.org. Our nonprofit is still experiencing one of the largest shortages we've seen in five decades, said Gaskins of Blood Assurance. We hope our community understands the importance of donating before, during, and after National Blood Donor Month by recognizing that blood isn't something that can be manufactured. A single blood donation can save three lives. Donors can give back by scheduling an appointment at www.bloodassurance.org forward slash schedule, calling 1-800-962-0628, or by texting the word BAGIVE to the number 999-777. One generation away is returning to the Columbia State Community College campus to offer free groceries to anyone in need. The nonprofit's drive-through mobile pantry will be on campus at 1665 Hampshire Pike on Saturday and will, will include fresh produce, dry goods, bakery items, dairy, and more. We don't ask any qualifying questions to receive the food, and no paperwork is required, said Chris Whitney, founder and CEO of One Gen Away. All you have to do is show up, and we'll take care of the rest, he said. Food will be distributed beginning around 6.30 a.m. AM and continuing until 10 a.m. or until all the food has been given away. Volunteers are encouraged to arrive at 7.30 a.m. to help sort and distribute food. No registration is required to volunteer. It will be cold, so bundle up. For more information about One Gen Away and its food assistance programs, visit www.onegenaway.com. State Representatives Kip Capley and Scott Sapicki praised the announcement of $1.19 million in community development grants for projects in Murray County from the Tennessee Department of Economic and Community Development, or TNECD. TNECD announced in December that Murray County would receive a $560,000 Community Development Block Grant, or CDBG, for a sewer rehabilitation project, and Mount Pleasant would receive a $630,000 CDBG for a water system improvement project. Murray County is an exceptional place to live and visit, the lawmaker said in a joint statement. These grants will significantly improve essential services for residents, ensuring the reliability of Mount Pleasant's sewer system and water meters. We know this funding will be spent wisely, and we thank TNECD for their work selecting deserving projects. Murray County's CDBG will go toward installing a new ultraviolet disinfection system in the Mount Pleasant wastewater treatment plant, Mount Pleasant's funds will be used to purchase new water meters to ensure accurate readings. Tennessee Economic and Community Development approved $36.6 million in grants to 78 communities across the state for projects and categories including public safety and health, community infrastructure, community revitalization, water system improvements, and sewer system improvements. The allocation of CDBG funds is based on priorities set through the public meeting process at the local community level. The CDBG program is funded through Housing and Urban Development and administered in Tennessee by the Department of Economic and Community Development. Representative Capley represents House District 71, which includes Wayne County and part of Hardin, Lawrence, and Murray Counties. Representative Sapicki represents House District 64, which includes part of Murray County. The Spring Hill Chamber is thrilled to announce an array of new programs for 2024, exclusively designed to enrich and engage the Spring Hill business community. 
First, they are launching Spring Hill Insider, the tour, a unique free tour for both longstanding and new residents of Spring Hill. This initiative, hosted by the Spring Hill Chamber and the Spring Hill Welcome Center, features a narrated bus journey showcasing the city. Attendees will enjoy several stops along the route, enriched with the presence of special guests, making this an exceptional opportunity to delve into the heart of the community. Plus, for those who prefer a self-guided experience, they are even planning a DIY version of the tour. Elevating their commitment to personal and professional growth, Spring Hill Chamber is excited to introduce a new Thought Leader Speaker Series that aims to promote innovation and imagination. The three 2024 events, which will be similar to TED-style talks, will bring inspiration and a spectrum of ideas to the region. The Evolve Mentorship Program, initially piloted with a select group of women in business, will be expanded to the Chamber's entire membership in 2024. This program is an excellent resource for those seeking accountability and growth in the new year. Building upon the success of their Wired Mastermind and Evolve Mentorship programs, the Chamber is pleased to offer exclusive small-scale educational networking events. These gatherings, featuring alumni from their Mastermind program, provide a unique platform for in-depth discussions and idea sharing over coffee during a new Leadership Lounge, a conducive environment for exploring challenging questions and innovative thoughts. Finally, Spring Hill Chamber is broadening their connection, building opportunities by offering more networking collaborations with various groups in the area. These mashup events, including the popular Tri-Chamber Mixer, are said to enrich your professional network and are not to be missed. Of course, their commitment to the Spring Hill community remains steadfast for their lineup of signature events as well. For example, the annual Experience Spring Hill, the event, is set for June, offering an immersive experience into the heart of the community. In September, they will host their elegant annual soiree, Celebrate Spring Hill, a chamber fundraiser that honors the spirit and achievements of the community. The Think, Shop, Explore Local Passport event will take place the entire month of October, encouraging local exploration and support for businesses and organizations. Additionally, their luncheons will continue to provide the business community relevant information and a large-scale networking opportunity each month. They will email a draft of their 2024 calendar through Chambermaster soon. Stay tuned for more details on these exciting opportunities to connect, learn, and grow with the Spring Hill Chamber in 2024. A major project on Interstate 65 in Middle Tennessee is now delayed by one year. The Buckner Road Interchange Project in Spring Hill was originally set to open in April of 2023. Now, leaders with the Tennessee Department of Transportation say the interchange won't open to drivers until later this spring. TDOT stated that crucial items contributed, contributing to the extended project duration include right-of-way acquisitions, environmental permits, and existing soil conditions. Additionally, to mitigate as much of the delays as possible, the contractor has adjusted their schedule to have multiple activities being worked on concurrently and allocating additional resources to the project, the spokesperson said. The new exit will provide direct access from I-65 to Spring Hill and alleviate congestion along the north and south corridors in the area. The project includes a diverging diamond interchange at Buckner Road. It also entails a two-and-a-quarter-mile extension of Buckner Road, which will be named June Lake Boulevard once completed. TDOT expects around 17,000 daily trips at the new interchange within the first year. That number is projected to reach 44,000 over the next 20 years. TDOT acknowledges the inconveniences of roadway projects and appreciates your patience in dealing with the construction. 
The finished project will bring a new gateway to Spring Hill that will improve traffic for the citizens and businesses. The interchange is funded by the city of Spring Hill with the help of a I'm sorry, $25 million grant from the federal government. Join Murray Alliance on Tuesday, January 30th for their most anticipated event of the year as they celebrate their accomplishments for 2023 and recognize the transition of their volunteer leadership. This will be a lively night of entertainment and networking, celebrating business and industry in Murray County with dinner and beverages by its chef Jess and live music featuring the Velvet Troubadours. Purchase tickets to the Murray Alliance annual meeting now to guarantee a seat at their biggest event of the year. The event will take place from 5 to 8 p.m. on January 30th at the Memorial Building, located at 308 West 7th Street in Columbia. For more information, visit www.murrayalliance.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Mary Sue Anderson Voss, 94, an employee of the Murray County Board of Education and resident of Williamsport, died January 13th at her residence. A funeral service for Mrs. Voss will be held at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home on Thursday, January 18th at 1 p.m. Visitation will be held from 10 a.m. until service time Thursday at the funeral home. Patricia Brown Salee, 88, retired businesswoman and longtime resident of Columbia, died peacefully on January 13th. Funeral services for Mrs. Salee will be conducted Saturday, January 20th at 12 p.m. at First United Methodist Church, located at 222 West 7th Street in Columbia. A private burial will be held at Rose Hill Cemetery. The family will meet with friends on Saturday before the service at 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at First United Methodist Church. Oaks and Nichols funeral directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mr. George Allen Clanton, 92, a retired employee of Occidental Company and a resident of Columbia, died January 12th at Meadowbrook Nursing Home in Pulaski. The family will visit with friends on Saturday, January 27th at 11 a.m., followed by a memorial service at 11.30 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have plentiful sunshine today and a high of 33 degrees. Winds will be out of the south-southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect mostly clear skies and a low of about 17 degrees. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today.
Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. When you bank local, you get local expertise. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers. We've supported families, individuals, and businesses of Middle Tennessee for over a century. You are more than an account number. You are our community, and we're committed to helping you thrive. Switch to First Farmers, visit myfirstfarmers.com, or call 1-800-882-8378. Member FDIC. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Hi, this is George Rawls with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because He changed mine.
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. As many Tennesseans are keeping warm inside their homes after being blanketed with a record snowfall, Tennessee Department of Transportation road crews are going on their third day of clearing the roads. On Monday, TDOT warned that roads are only going to get worse with the freezing temperatures. Across the state, TDOT has responded to hundreds of incidents, many of them involving more than one vehicle. In the mid-state, TDOT relocated 275 vehicles. In West Tennessee, 90, I'm sorry, 82 drivers have been helped in the last 24 hours. And in East Tennessee, more than 200, they said in a statement. According to Ray Ann Bradley, TDOT Community Relations Officer, TDOT helped clear over 150 vehicles from roadways on Monday in the greater Upper Cumberland and Chattanooga areas. Multiple agencies are advising drivers to stay home unless absolutely necessary. On Tuesday morning, a multi-vehicle crash was reported on I-65 northbound in Davidson County. The northbound right lane was blocked. On Monday night, the Tennessee Department of Transportation strongly urged motorists to stay home and avoid driving in the dangerous conditions. They said conditions will remain hazardous for at least the next 24 hours. TDOT crews are working around the clock and focused on keeping primary routes, mainly interstates, clear. Crews will target areas vulnerable to freezing such as hills, curves, ramps, bridges, and interchanges, said TDOT in a statement. Please, if you do not need to travel, stay home. We want you and our crews to remain safe, they said. Middle Tennesseans can track TDOT's Get updated road conditions and see live video feed of traffic conditions at smartway.tn.gov. For live video feeds of Nashville roads and highways, visit smart.way.tn.gov. The United States Postal Service will increase prices in 2024. Back in October of 2023, the Postal Service filed notice with the Postal Regulatory Commission proposing new prices. In November, the Postal Service governor approved proposed prices. The new prices for shipping services are set to take effect on January 21st. The new rates also include a $0.02 increase in the price of a first-class mail forever stamp from $0.66 to $0.68. Ground advantage prices will increase by 5.4%. Priority mail service prices will increase by 5.7%. And priority mail express service prices will increase by 5.9%. Currently, ground advantage prices start at $4.75, priority mail services at $9.65, and priority mail express services start at $24.90. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. 
Living with a worn joint can be painful and frustrating. Leave your joint pain in the past with a joint replacement procedure at Murray Regional Health. Our joint replacement program has been recognized in the top 10% of the nation for medical excellence and patient safety thanks to our highly skilled and experienced surgical staff who perform progressive procedures for the knees, hips, shoulders, elbows, and ankles. For more information, go to murrayregional.com slash joint replacement. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street, across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercary.com. That's huntercary.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Rapper Nicki Minaj has added new dates to her largest worldwide tour to date. Among 13 additional tour dates, Minaj will hit the stage at Nashville's Bridgestone Arena on Sunday, March 24th. The tour comes on the heels of Minaj's most recent album, Pink Friday 2, which released December 8th. The 22-tracked album includes hits Beep Beep, Everybody, and FTCU. The record has a lineup of star-studded features from J. Cole to Lil Wayne and Drake. Pink Friday 2 debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, leading Minaj to hit the most number ones on the Billboard 200 by a female rapper. This achievement also makes Minaj the first female rapper to have a number one album in two different decades. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.